Welcome everybody to another episode of the Nerd Continuity where we talk about design, development and all other crazy sorts of stuff that we find online. Also today I'm not alone, that's amazing because I really hate talking to myself at the screen, but I have a friend of mine from Netherlands, his name is Dennis, he's an amazing UI and UX designer and we're gonna discuss a lot of cool nerdy things about web and technology. So uh, please enjoy this amazing episode of the Nerd Continuity and talk to you later. So first introduce yourself, like who are you? Right. Why are you here? <laughs> what do you <laughs> what, want? Why am I here? Oh, that's... What the hell do you want? Hard question straight away. <laughs> so, uh, my name is Dennis. I'm 27 years old, and I am a UI and UX designer from well the Netherlands. Nice. And I basically just graduated, and I'm currently freelancing and uh, applying for different jobs and stuff like that. Yeah. Nice. That's what the whole uh, super busy yesterday was all about. It was like oh, uh, two different job uh, applications, and uh, most of them were like. Oof, so far out, I'd mm -hmm. take the tram, then the train, then the bicycle. <laughs> of course. Tying it, I'm tying it all, <laughs> everything back. Yeah. How's the, the process of getting hired in the Netherlands? Like, it's stressful, it's easy. Like, what's the job market, especially in the UI and UX field? Um, the problem over here, I'd say, is that most people don't really see the don't really know the difference between, oh, you make websites, you develop websites, and you... <sighs> Stuff like that. Oh, uh, yeah. So, so you can fix my printer. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> yes, there was like, oh, so um, what is this? Uh, what, what was it? Like, oh, what does this file do? And I had like an, huh. an AI, AIISC. I was like, uh, oh, what? <laughs> I, was like, I don't know what this is. <laughs> okay. Cool. So, yeah, that's basically what uh, um, the, the job market is. I'd say it's decent, but. Mm -hmm. Like everywhere else in the world, you got to be uh, uh, the energy of a 20-year-old, the paycheck of a 20-year-old, the experience of a 30-year-old, and of course. stuff like that. Yeah. So it, it, can, oh, it can be difficult. I, <laughs> yeah, no, definitely. But oh, other good. than that, I, I love the culture. Um, mm -hmm. Where I, I used to do business before I went into uh, web development and stuff like that. Oh, what kind of business? Um, Basically, starting your own your own store or mm -hmm. managing uh, several uh, stores underneath a like larger company, oh, nice. and uh, applying for that, you also you gotta have a tie and you've got to like I don't know it, it, it's so much more formal. You have to look and then, sharp and to I, know, I know I know I know like, oh, beard, oh god I've been yeah, shaving no. like Shave fully <laughs> shaved myself in like months. No, but, and then with this. I just show up and they're like, uh, like oh, I, uh, should I bring a suit? And they're like, don't you dare bring a suit. Oh. And then I arrive and no one's wearing suits, no one's wearing ties. Everyone's oh, nice. just casual. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's way more relaxed. It's way more kind of like, I wouldn't say modern, but it's that there's less constrictions and it's more focused on the actual doing a good job instead of like appearing or like showing yeah. off that you look good in a suit that exactly. is kind of like exactly. silly. I've had okay. people say that, um, especially if you do like IT support, mm -hmm. and they're like, well, if you start showing up in a suit, people trust you not as quick because you don't look like an IT guy. 
that's racist. That's bad against uh, like IT guys or like IT guys that they want to wear suits. There are a lot of them that they like it, but they can't because yeah, <laughs> I guess. Cool. Um, so you wanted to talk about Concrete Five. Yeah, it's um, it's it's the CMS where I got started with. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like most people start with WordPress. Yeah, and um, I originally wanted to start with WordPress as well because it's the biggest one out there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I actually had a different client who said I'm using uh, the CMS Concrete Five for my mm-hmm. website. So I was like, never heard of it. Yeah, went to look into it, and I was actually like looking. I was like. Well, this is really useful for the end user because pretty much everything is just front end. If you want yeah. to change something, if you want to like edit a block, you mm-hmm. just click on it. You say um, edit. You type in what you want. You do save, and the user is is done. Basically, oh, nothing nice. else is involved. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, I've worked mostly for people who aren't like super experienced with like yeah. websites stuff like that. I was like, well, this is perfect for them. Mm-hmm. So that's how I got started with uh, Concrete Five, and it has its flaws. Um, it, it's is a heavier CMS than uh, than other ones. Like mm-hmm. it's not it's not over the top either. Like I've heard people yeah. say, uh, "Now we don't use this because it's way too heavy for the users and stuff like oh, that." Really? And I'm like, the only major difference. Guess- what huh? kind of heaviness that they they're talking about, like on a matter of like code or actual uh, performance, yeah, JavaScript and stuff like that. Everything. Oh, okay. Uh, and mm-hmm. uh, honestly, it, it's not that bad. Um, <laughs> the worst that I've experienced at one point was that there was um, half a second longer loading time. Okay. And I was like, for like really heavy sites with like, lots of pictures, lots of like uh, moving mm-hmm. things going on, I can get it. Yeah. But for like very simple websites, and especially the ones that I had to make in, in, mm-hmm. in the past, there's no difference. There's barely any uh, oh, nice. slowdown. Yeah, I'm so, looking at the video right now, like the video presentation of Concrete Five, and I see right. like it's yeah, it's fully front end. Like, so you don't have a back end section where you can do have one, but mm-hmm. if you just develop and, and build a site, um, I don't want to say in a correct manner because that sounds yeah. a little arrogant. If you just develop it in, in such a way that um, your user never has to get yeah. to the back end, then they'll they'll never see it. Oh yeah, makes sense. No, it's interesting because one of the like one of the major pain points of WordPress, or the stressful point for the end user, it's actually the backend, yeah. because you have all the fancy themes and all the fancy pages, and then when you have to update content, it's yeah. kind of like you're lost because it's completely different. You don't have a visual reference, and yeah. one of the most common questions and messages that I get in my videos, like. Can you build a plugin like Visual Composer, or can you be something that a drag and drop, and I create yep. columns and stuff? So, yeah, I I think yeah, WordPress is kind of losing ground a little bit from that point of view, not having a strong backend, easy yep. to understand for the user and not a developer. The color scheme as well, especially if you're building like a, a website which is primarily focused on uh, blue, blue yeah. uh, neutral color, uh, a very clean clean color, and then you go into um, uh, WordPress and you've got like the grays and stuff like yeah. that. Or like, am I still on the same website? Am I still yeah, on the that's same? True. And now, yeah, it's something that yeah, it's something that like has a developer you kind of don't pay attention to it because for you it's kind of normal. Like, yeah. Nature. 
Yeah, that's how, <laughs> that's the dashboard and that's the website. Like are the same but are different. But for a user that it's not experienced, for him it's like it's re- kind of like a shock. Like, oh, what what is this now? What the fuck? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so and and you get all, all all different types of tabs and stuff like that. And they're like, uh-huh. well, how do? And with Concrete Five, um, I've sent you a, a link to um, one that I did a while ago for a client for mm-hmm. a uh, general practitioner. Yeah, and they they've got like a blog, mm-hmm. like a new new section, and I was thinking like, well, how can I add to that blog without um, going into the back end? Yeah, but it turns out you just get the URL for the button that takes you to a new um, uh, to, to create a new blog. Oh, you just nice. put that in a in this case a hidden uh, a, a hidden blog that um, normal users who aren't logged in can't see. Yeah, and they just click on it, and all they get to see is like, ooh, enter the uh, the title. Pick a picture, type the text, save, and bam! It's it's on the website. It's not distracting. Oh. It's not confusing. Yeah, it's perfect for people who don't uh, who don't have a dedicated I, uh, IT guy on oh, hand. Oh, that's true. Yeah, yeah, that's totally true. Uh, do you know how like how the templating system of Concrete Five works? Like how it's based and how it's easy for or it's easy or hard for a developer to actually build a custom theme for Concrete Five. It's incredibly easy. Um, I had less trouble with Concrete 5 than I had with uh, WordPress, which is something I'm still sort of getting started with. Um, Basically, all you do uh, is you you build your website, like just a regular HTML or PHP website, Mm -hmm. and you add at the start and at the end, or footer and and, and header, you start like, uh, um, you type like two, three lines, Mm -hmm. like wrapper, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And then after that, you basically already have a theme. What you then do is for every uh, blog that you want to have open for the user to add in something like a picture or a, a, a bit of text, mm-hmm. you just say um, add area. I don't have the code on hand, but you know what yeah. I mean. Yeah, add area sure. block. And then you just yeah. save it. And then you, you, you activate the theme, which is just as easy. And it just says like, ooh, empty block. Do you want to add something? Yes or oh. no? And if you say no, then the block disappears, so you don't mm-hmm. see it at the front end either. Oh, nice. Super easy. Oh, that's freaking smart. <laughs> yeah. Um, what do you think about, uh, did you ever get a chance to play with the customizer of WordPress, the new section with the customizer API, uh, where they're trying to make this like everything kind of front-end yeah. related? Well, I've, I've had a very short look at it. Mm-hmm. Um, well, it was because of a I had something uh, other planned, and I saw your video on it where we were talking about WordPress is trying to to, to yes. kind of catch up. <laughs> so I was like looking for it, and I found like maybe one or two videos uh, on it. Um, most of it has one uh, in the uh, in one ear, out the other. Yeah. But besides <laughs> that, I don't know. I still have kind of the feeling that they're still trying. They're still lagging behind a little bit. I, I, I must yeah. admit. I have the same feeling. It's like it's really basic. It's really like early stages of development. They're trying, like they figure out that yeah, it's one of the kind of the worst part of WordPress, like the lack of <laughs> yeah backend functionality for the the user. Um, I'm looking also at the Concretified website. There are a lot of themes, like pre-built themes here. They have a huge yep. repository of pretty good things and also yep. add-ons, like the add-ons. How do they work? They work kind of like plugins. Like, how yep. do you manage those? It's super easy. You just say, um, "I want this plugin." You say, uh, "Download." 
you dump it in your uh, in your uh, add-ons folder, and then you go into your website as you, if if you're logged in as an admin, and you just go uh, extensions. You click right. on install, and there you go. Nice. Easy as that. Yeah, it's, it, I know. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's 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 pretty simple, and so far I haven't had any real trouble with the plugins yet. Any uh -huh. any of the plugins, and um, very basic ones like having an image gallery and stuff like that. There's free alternatives for everything. So if you're just like just experimenting with it a little mm -hmm. bit, you can do it completely for free. Concrete Five is free. All the add-ons are um, have, have a free alternative. Yeah. So it's if you want to experiment with it, if you want to yeah. try it out. There's basically nothing stopping you from um, giving it a try. Yeah, I will definitely <laughs> give it a try because I'm always <laughs> interested in stuff. Um, have you ever used Drupal? <laughs> Going on the dark spot. Yeah. No. Um, yeah. Oh God, I had a friend who was required to use Drupal for um, uh -huh. for her, uh, internship. Yeah. And she was just messaging me like, "Oh, please get me out of here. This is this is horrible." And she was like, um, "Hey, um, do you maybe want to try WordPress or maybe you want to try this?" And they're like, "No, we we know this. We know nothing else, and we're oh only going God, to yeah. use this." And I was like, "Well." It, it it says a lot about the company as well when they're like refusing to change or whatever. Yeah, I don't I don't want to bash on them. Like it's been, there are a lot of company they adopted a Drupal in Drupal like version six or version five where it was really promising, especially because WordPress was still super young. Like it wasn't yeah. that scalable and that powerful like it's today. Yeah. Uh, and Drupal was kind of the only solution to have a ready built-in multi-site managing platform. You couldn't do multi-site with WordPress like four or five years ago. It was kind of a nightmare. Right. But the thing that I don't understand about Drupal is like every time they release a new version, they mm -hmm. rebuild it from scratch. They That's so. Yeah, they don't accept and they don't allow like backwards compatibility. So if you, in fact, I have, we have clients with mm -hmm. Drupal sites stuck at version six or version right. seven because they cannot physically update. Otherwise they have to rewrite that? everything. Yeah, that's annoying. Yeah, that's fucking terrible. <laughs> yeah, well, that, that's another thing for Concrete 5. Like if there's a new update, you just click install and yeah. usually, usually there's no I have never met any run into any uh, any trouble yet, mm -hmm. so that's good. The only downside that I, is not really a downside is that there's not as many tutorials and stuff uh, out there for Concrete oh, wow. Five mm -hmm. because it's not one of the most popular uh, CMSs out there. Makes sense. So yeah, that's 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 I guess a little bit of the downside. But if you know WordPress, then mm -hmm. a CMS like Concrete Five should pretty much come naturally to you. Oh, nice. Look up a few of the tutorials and you should pretty much be uh, be good to go. Mm -hmm. How's the how's the community? Is it uh, like big expanding? Are they nice? Um, <laughs> well, they're all nice. Okay. But what I've noticed mostly from the forums is that it's just people asking questions. Yeah. And fair enough. Like, uh, oh, this doesn't work, this doesn't work, blah, yeah. blah, blah. But what did stand out to me is how quickly you get an answer to your questions. Like I've had like a problem where I was like, okay, I'm, I'm stuck. And usually yeah. I try to at least for one or two days just keep trying, trying, trying. Mm -hmm. But this time I was like, yeah, I'm stuck. I don't know. Mm -hmm. And I posted it on the forums and like within two hours I had like the full solution and everything just by, by I think a developer or maybe a high ranking community member. Yeah. And I was like, wow, that's pretty good. So I started browsing through other topics and I was like, oh, this one got a reply, this one got a reply. 
and it's free support basically you just ask a question and you get an answer so that's positive uh, yeah absolutely it, it means they care about their own product and yes. they care to give yep. support to the community it's pretty good mm-hmm. mm. i'm seeing that it's built in laravel that's amazing <laughs> that's no i i, I don't oh, i didn't even yeah see i'm that. like i'm just uh, looking around the website and i'm checking all the documentations <laughs> and stuff so yeah they use jquery uh probably that's why it's a little bit heavy from a yeah. javascript point of view um it's building symphony and laravel and that's that's pretty good that's pretty good they um what's the average uh updating uh timing like how many times per year they release a new version update or bug fixing i couldn't tell you exactly because i haven't been using it for a year yet Uh, i basically started using it after i was done with my um internship which was Mm -hmm. also my graduation project um, so that's been like ooh, three months or something. Mm-hmm. That said, during those three months, there's already been two updates with bug oh, fixes. Nice. So I was like, oh, this seems to be pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. And uh, upgrading is no problem, uh, luckily. So I just mm-hmm. did that, and so far, so good. That's amazing. Oh, yeah. that's cool. Awesome. That's, you can, yeah. I, got, I almost sound like, sounding like a spokesperson for Concrete 5. I promise that I'm yeah. not. I will just start <laughs> you're using a business, it. You're going to get hired by Concrete 5 to be a like <laughs> business representative. <laughs> no, but th- there are flaws in it as well. Um, I had of a course. client call me up and he said, like, I built this, I, I typed this whole uh, piece. Mm-hmm. And now I, I, I click on save and it just gives me an error message. It just says oh. error, nothing else, no code, no, no, no. Great. <laughs> and I was like, well, yeah. okay, I have no idea what I can do with it if I don't have anything besides that. Yeah. So there are a few minor glitches like that. Mm-hmm. They don't happen too often, but they are annoying when they happen. Oh, yeah, definitely. How did you solve it? Like, did you debug it in some way, that issue? Um, turned out that the server was taken oh. offline. <laughs> oh. Yep. Mm. It's uh, like we, we could just got a new server for that uh, for that client and we thought that they were the host. Turns yeah. out they weren't the host. They were just a third party using a, what's what that uh, company called again? Amazon. An Amazon Yeah. Host. Yeah. It's like, oh, okay. And they were like, no, we're, we're going to work on it. We're going to work on it. I was like, okay, yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll leave this to you. And eventually uh. everything uh, worked out. Oh, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's interesting when you uh, you when you get a debug message with nothing it's just error it's exactly. like, okay mm, exactly. okay no, that's, a, that's a good approach like it's kind of <laughs> like when i receive a message under my video like this doesn't work help <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was, was like a 45 okay. minute video i was like uh, <laughs> uh, what <laughs> please tell me more hey yeah uh Something you wanna you wanna say something else about Concrete Five before we switch topic? No, uh, I was uh, I was hired to pay for ten minutes. About okay, five. yes. <laughs> it's, 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 no, no, no. Um, what can I say? It, it's a nice program to use. Uh, it's it's a relatively new program. Give mm-hmm. it a try or CMS. Give it a try. I'd say. Yeah. Um, and well. Let me know what you think. <laughs> it's. Uh, You're, are I, you I, gonna start doing tutorials about it? I might actually like I've I've you looked should. at so many videos and so many tutorials on it. I think I might as well start uh, doing some myself. No promises, but hey, it's, come it's, on, it's come it's, on. <laughs> Let's build a world of free tutorials for everyone. Yes. <laughs> 
Okay, so moving on to the next topic, we yeah. I share with you a couple of interesting, weird yeah. stuff that happened uh, in the past few weeks, mm -hmm. and I like to talk about these things. They're kind of funny and they're kind of weird, and I would like to call like this episode like the web is a kind of a mess because it is. Um, <laughs> the first uh, the first topic is from an article from The Verge. It's kind of old. It's from May 4th, but it's, it went kind of like under the rug. It wasn't really nice. uh, shared online, but it's really interesting. Basically, yeah. it's about the one uh, Nissan, the, the car company, app developer, that they found out in his source code, he basically copied and pasted a piece of code from Stack Overflow. Yeah. Have you ever done that? <laughs> um, Every time, not I directly, <laughs> because uh, like you could say that I've done it, but that's simply because I've been literally typing over what I see in like a video that I look up, and those yeah. are usually like tutorials, so it's fine. But I try not to copy paste because when I go back to it like next month, I'm like, um, what did I mean with this? What? How did yeah. I do this again? So I try not to do that. Um, the, f the fact that it's done, I can kind of understand. Yeah. <laughs> uh, especially like um, like small small companies who have like a terms and uh, uh, like a, a terms and agreements. Oh yeah. Like agree to. I've noticed a lot of companies just copy paste from a different company. Yeah. So you got like, uh, do you agree to these Minecraft rules or terms and agreements? It's like Minecraft. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know where they get that those from then. Yes. Um. I think it's a little unprofessional. I think it's a little something to chuckle about and kind of work with your finger at. Yeah, that's true. It's, yeah, I don't know. Like, uh, you, if you're a big company, especially if you're like Nissan, you, 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 it shouldn't happen. Yeah, I noticed though, like, uh, yeah, it's sort of like, if, sometimes it happens. Like, sometimes you encounter a problem and you need a solution and you find a piece of code and maybe you don't have time, you have a deadline and you just copy paste it. But, you should always read what you copy paste because yes. this guy just left the comment of <laughs> the <Yeah. app> explanation. <laughs> right it's, but yeah, it's, it's just a comment. It's not part of the code. It's a comment. Just remove the comment. Exactly. But it's it's kind of funny and it's it's also not funny. But most of the times are the biggest company that they hire developers to do complicated work and yep. they don't want to pay much so yes. they i don't Very know true. like they use their role of big company and say oh do you want to work with us so you have to respect this deadline at this price yeah exactly yeah um some very big companies out there which have the worst websites ever are the biggest companies yes. out there i was looking for a shell the oil company mm -hmm. and i was looking up the website and i was like what the hell is going on here like i'm gonna trip, go still... there now but it was just it was so not nasty. responsive and it was like just text upon text upon text and I was like mm -hmm. what the hell are you guys doing oh no uh, they changed it oh yeah they did it <laughs> it's no they longer heard yellow you. <laughs> you see the, the yellow you. in their logo yeah that was basically their interface it was just yellow yellow and black is I, I still hate this yellow <laughs> it's yeah like, it's, it's oh nice. god yeah it doesn't look really good especially uh, yeah there mm, it looks like a, a purchase template from somewhere right <laughs> yeah it looks like every free template ever well not even free just every template ever 
I've got yeah. this website where you can find all kinds of different uh, website themes. That's true. And they just keep repeating and repeating and repeating. And this one looks very much like one of those. Mm-hmm. Like there's yeah, just some trends that keep uh, keep repeating, even if they're not great. But it's mm-hmm. because, because other people are using them. That's why other people are doing it as well. Yeah, that's true. I'm from Italy. So in Italy, we have this uh, kind of culture that big companies don't understand the web and don't understand the importance of the web, of having a good web visibility It's true what, sometimes. It's kind of true, I'll be honest. Yes. <laughs> what's the situation in the uh, in Netherlands? Like, you have, like, what's, yeah, these big companies. Do they have a good media presence? Do they care? Some do. Um, it's, it's mostly like smaller startups that are very much like on the nose and on the ball with it, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Very big companies, they're like, well, we're too big to fail, and everyone knows Shell, stuff like that. Well, are you not going to use that to fill your car up? It's like, okay, then what does the website matter? I come from a point, well, it's basically your your card. When you're handing Mm -hmm. your card to someone, make sure that the info on it is correct, and it looks nice enough, and stuff like that. And these, a lot of big companies don't care. I'd hate to admit it, but there's still like lots of Dutch companies that are like, yeah, well, we've got a website, it has our phone number, if they really want to know something, they'll just call us. Like, well, mm. it's, it's not how <laughs> it works anymore. I'm trying to find this one, and this is like a global company as well. Uh, it's, uh-huh. it's located here in uh, The Hague, but I forgot its name. Yeah. And it was just optimized for tablet. So oh. the entire website was just pushed to, pushed to, the, to, the, to the left. And it was this nice. huge, huge white space uh, so for like widescreen, uh, uh, like monitors. Yeah. And then I tried like, okay, I wonder how this looks on uh, on your phone. Yeah. So I changed it and it doesn't, it didn't adjust. Don't try it. <laughs> Don't try it. Oh, oh yeah. You, you would impressed by the amount of websites that if you try to access from a phone, you actually have the message like this website is not available yeah. for mobile. Please access from a desktop. Yeah. Which... That's- it's just Works. strange because it's not that hard to, to develop for mobile anymore oh, nowadays. Like, absolutely. Once I started using Bootstrap, I was like, where were you my entire life? And why did I not yeah, know? Yeah, exactly. And um, at one of the like many, many types of companies, like insurance, insurance companies are the one that are like the worst from a web perspective. They have the most money and they don't invest in web because anyway, you're going to yeah. buy insurance. So... Whatever. They've got another, yeah, I, I, they've got a secondary motive. They're like, well, if you can't find the loopholes, then we don't yeah. have to pay the loopholes. Yeah. Like, even true. if they're like legally um, um, uh, like required to put it on their website, uh-huh. they're like, well, just put it behind so many pop up, uh, whatever. That's true. Um, so, take a company like Heineken, which is also a Dutch uh, company, a beer company. Yeah. You can tell, like, yeah, these guys do know what they're talking about. Like, they've oh, yeah, definitely. Websites, stuff like that. So it's very much um, people who try to sell a product mm-hmm. who have okay websites. It's more very large companies who are like, well, we don't per se have, like, a, a media presence. We don't try to sell you an experience. Mm-hmm. They just go, like, well, <laughs> we don't need it. Or we'll, we'll pay you, like, 150 bucks, make our entire website for us, and then <laughs> be done with it. Mm-hmm. I access the Heineken company. It's weird. You have to insert your yeah. date of birth to access it. To like, let's see some ID. I, uh, well, it's alcohol, what? so let's have a look. Uh, 
Dang. But it's a website. I'm yeah. not gonna buy alcohol on your website. There's no Dutch laws that require you to to put this on a like. I don't know. I guess it's sort of the same with like Steam, where you're like uh, trying to buy a game and it's uh, like right, oh, yeah. it's like adult or whatever or mature. Mm-hmm. You do still have to put it in. Yeah. But uh, right. that still makes sense because if you see like blood splatters. Oh, yeah. Or also just to check if you actually own a credit card and you're not using your parents' credit yeah, card. Yeah, true, very true. <laughs> it's just, oh, it's I really guess, nice. I guess nice it does have to do with like trying to not get people to drink or something. It might be a law, I don't know. Ah, yeah, definitely. It's a nice uh, website. Oh, yeah, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. really light and it loads really nicely. Look at that. Um, so you were saying like before hiding especially insurance information like hiding important info behind pop-ups and stuff like that I actually read an article the other day it was really interesting about how you can trick the user to do what you want with bad UI Very have, you much ever, true. have you ever done that or like have you ever uh, encountered a situation like that on a website where because of bad UI you were tricked to do something that you didn't want to. Um, it depends where you call the line bad. Um, yeah, I, I could make like a website which is like beautiful and has like very like sedated colors, like um, <clears throat> lots of grays added to the colors yeah. and stuff like that. And then suddenly, in like the, cu- the top corner, you see like a, a shopping cart and you see this bright blood red circle yeah. that says zero. You yeah. could say, well, that's bad because that red contrasts really badly with the rest of the website. Mm-hmm. At the same time, you can say, well, no, that's an eye catcher. That's that lets yeah. you see like ah this is what I've got this is where I have to go, so I'm not sure if you could call that good or bad design, mm. but the thing is um, my education that I followed before I graduated very much uh, worked with user interface uh, design and stuff like that and not so much yeah. the building of a website, mm-hmm. more researching who you're making it for, so yeah, uh, men women age. Mm-hmm. Uh, a, a culture, uh, like all, all stuff like that. I've got a book around here. <laughs> so, can Ooh. you see this? Yes, it's gigantic. It's, <laughs> yeah, it's like 500 pages, oh. and this is before you start coding. Oh my god. No, yeah, I, I know. <laughs> so, there's oh. some disagreement with me and uh-huh. school on that as well, but. Uh-huh. The thing is, like, you can research so much and get such a guarantee, like, um, this has mm-hmm. been tested and this has been tested again and again and again for like yeah. target demographic. This will be perfect. Mm-hmm. But because of that, you can also be like, ah, oh, they respond very well to this. And even if that's like bad, you can yeah. still put it in because you know that your audience reacts to it very well. Yeah, that's true. How? What do you think about moving banners on websites? Uh, they're uh, from my point of view, they're really distracting because I'm a guy like who's interested in content and not yeah. like fancy stuff. But it's really eye-catching and engaging for a specific type of audience, especially like more mature audience, like from a 60 and above, they they are more interested in those kind of things. Like they're get, they get more distracted. I see it with my mom or with my dad, like they're yeah. visiting our website. And the first thing that they do, they click on a pop-up banner advertising because it's yes. the, oh, but it was moving. Like, uh, exactly. <laughs> it's a, picture, uh, a pretty picture, stuff like that. Exactly. The thing uh, is with moving banners is, first of all, it's distracting, hmm. but um, there's this guy called Jacob Nielsen 
who has basically written the Bible for UI design and, and uh -huh. stuff like that. He says, don't do it. Because if you um, go to a web page and it shows you a beautiful picture of a building, mm -hmm. and you click away and you click backwards, and suddenly that beautiful picture is of a, I don't know, a, a river, then mm -hmm. people, especially older people, can be like, oh, this is not the same page I was on before. Yes. So they might click away again, or they might click on something else. And through that, they get confused to where they are. Like that. Mm -hmm. um, therefore, uh, moving methods aren't horrible. I, 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 don't, I don't like uh, putting them in my, uh, in my website. But yeah. um, the only reason I would mm -hmm. put them in there is to either provide you with current content. So it's like, yeah. ooh, sale. Click it. You immediately go to the sale page. Yeah. Um, or to like give an expression, like uh, give a um, this is a very warm website, mm -hmm. or this is a very neutral website. Or the problem with that is that if you cannot click on a moving banner, then it might as well not be there. Yeah, correct. Just add a background picture with like a, yes. a call to action, uh, maybe a ghost button or something. Yeah, and that that works just as well, and it looks nicer, and it mm -hmm. isn't distracting. Yeah. Um. That's uh, I love this argument. This is so cool. <laughs> Sorry, I get it. Like so pumped. Uh, it's interesting because sometimes in my company we have to spend a lot of time to convince the client yeah. to spend money before start coding the website because the first stages is like let's analyze your target audience. Let's <laughs> analyze. Let's create like personas to identify yeah, exactly. which one is gonna actually access the website and make the website for them and not just like build and sometimes the client doesn't understand this like uh i know. We know our audience who cares just build the website i don't want to spend money to analyze something but then when that happened they like we uh we check the analytics we do user testing we do research and we found out that the audience that they thought they had it wasn't, wasn't the, the real one. one. Like, so, right. oh, yeah. Really? Like so you yeah, you find a lot of things and you improve the website based on the knowledge of who he's looking yeah. at. Sometimes you just gotta put your foot down. Like I've I've had people who said use this font and it was Comic Sense. And I was like, Why don't <laughs> you never use Comic Sense? And then you have to explain to them why not. Yeah. And it's just like oh because it's so ingrained in, like engraved in your eye, like don't use Comic Sense. Yes. And now you have to explain it to someone. It's like, well, you have to <laughs> give examples and stuff like that. It's like, don't just, just don't, just trust me. Don't yeah. do it. Oh my god. Yeah. But yeah, it, it, there's you should definitely have a bit of a build up before you start coding. Mm -hmm. um, and it, you should convince them. Well, they need to understand that yeah. it's important that this happens. Mm -hmm. Web shops and stuff like that. I've had people going like, "Well, why doesn't anyone buy anything in my in my web shop?" Yeah. It turns out that um, the 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 way I was like, laid out and stuff like that, the button where you'd think the checkout would be would be update page button. I was like, an update oh. page button. What's that do? It's basically just a refresh button. And so we checked the analytics, and it was like, yeah, everyone thinks that that's the checkout button, and everyone just gets a refresh, doesn't understand what's going on, and leaves. And you're like, oh, oh. okay. <laughs> so it's it's uh, you gotta um, you gotta be firm with it, but you yeah. also need to be patient. Some people oh, definitely. really don't understand, and you just need to communicate with them. Mm -hmm. Just be like, hey, you you want this? Well, what what about this? And you sketch something, and it's like, oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Oh, definitely. compromise. I, yeah, and you have to 
back up your arguments with data because yes if yes. they see data they understand if you say no you shouldn't do that because i studied ui they they don't care like exactly. they're like whatever <laughs> that's exactly. my company i decide like, but exactly. instead like if you put data in front of their eyes yeah i know and there's plenty yeah. out there there's mm -hmm. so much information oh, yes. and research on it that it's oh uh, my god yes absolutely uh, moving to the next argument, there's sure. another uh, article from the next web, and it's kind of old. I think Instagram already released this type of business profile, but they they're uh, switching the application they're creating, they're implementing new stuff in the app, yep. and now you can create a proper business profile in the Instagram inside Instagram. Yeah, and it's really interesting because that it's happening everywhere, every app, even the worst app ever, like for example, Snapchat, there was an app built at the beginning for dudes sending dick pics or something <laughs> like that, right? It was just like, it was just a joke. It was just like a joke app to send images that then they, they disappear, they, they, they just cancel the image. But now also Snapchat has business accounts and Instagram is getting business accounts. Uh, you can have a business account pretty much on every social network, on Periscope, on every app, you can have a business account. So my question and my, my thought is like, if you want to be a successful business, do you really need to be everywhere online or this run of, okay, create a business type of account for this stuff is is just a trend that everyone is following. That's, uh, mm, I'm a little uh, torn on the subject because mm -hmm. um, you're a YouTuber, you're a content creator. You need yeah. to, um, every video could be the first one that someone sees. Exactly. So make sure that the quality is consistent, good mm -hmm. throughout all of them. It means that um, I, for, for example, I never went to Tumblr before like uh, a few weeks uh, ago. Yeah, I was like, I never bothered looking at it stuff like that, and then um, someone started linking me like uh, art uh, on yeah. Tumblr, and it's like, yeah, like this and this and this and that. And I was like, oh, maybe I should get more invested in this. Mm -hmm. So then I was like, well, I got into contact with this company because of Tumblr, something which I would have never used otherwise. Oh, really? Tumblr isn't a very uh, a business-like website. It's yeah. very casual, very much artist, and, and yeah, lots of bullshit that you have to just scroll through. Yeah. <laughs> but um, just to tie that back, um, any media, any any website, any app, whatever, can be the first one that someone looks at. So I would mm -hmm. say, um, just like when you're using social media, try and get as much as possible. Yeah. So don't just have Facebook, but also get Twitter, also get Instagram, also get yeah. everything. Um, so I'd say it's not a bad idea to, uh, to be available on all platforms. Mm -hmm. On the other hand, I'm like, if you are available on all platforms, make sure you maintain all of them. Yes. Um, nothing is as, as, as ruinous to your credibility mm -hmm. as uh, a message that was last posted in 2014. Yes. Because it just shows right. you like, oh, well, this company hasn't posted in, in two years. I guess they're yeah. not that concerned with blah, blah, blah media that I consume. Yeah, so, that's true. Uh, as long as you can keep it up to date. Um, mm -hmm. I, w I would say do it. Mm -hmm. um, the whole thing with like, oh, uh, I got so many followers, I got so many posts. Uh. <sighs> I, I, I don't look at it anymore. I mean, yeah. 
once you see like a, a tiny startup company which has mm-hmm. 50,000 likes on Facebook, yeah. I'm like, well, do you really? But no comments. I'm like, do you really have that? Yeah, exactly. Where did you buy those? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I totally agree. Like, I totally agree that especially if you're a freelance or like a developer or if you're on your own and trying to start your small business, you should have a strong social media presence pretty much everywhere because it's like it's, it's interesting i i actually got hired to the company that i'm currently thanks to my blog i also wrote a blog post about like they found me and they wrote a message through the contact form of my blog post ah, of my, cool. my about page and it was yeah. just like really weird but the fact that i i kind of don't like about the business model of these apps is that when you're a business then you can pay to have your post in every stream of every user, even if they don't follow you. Exactly. I can understand it because like, that's how these apps make money. They uh, get money for an advertising and stuff. But yep. then I start like having a weird relationship with that app because I don't have my stream anymore of people that I kind of care. I yeah. have these advertising things of I don't know, the government or, yeah, this new company that released these new bags of chips. And I'm like, who cares? Fuck yeah. <laughs> so. Completely agreed. Um, like yeah. I said, I, I went to Tumblr for the first time like a few mm-hmm. weeks ago. And so I made an account and I, I get like a whole list of people that I don't know posting things. And I'm like, okay, where where's the content of the people yeah. that I try to follow? Yeah. So it's like, that's frustrating as, as, as all hell. And especially if it's a company, the resentment builds more. Because like, oh, it's paid to be shoved in my face. It's advertised. Exactly. And you start disliking the company because of it. So yeah. it has the exact opposite effect on, on what they probably want you to think. That's correct. That's true. So, yeah, I, I'd be careful with that um, from a company point of view. Mm-hmm. Because it might have the uh, reverse effect of what you try to accomplish with <laughs> your advertisements. Now, because everyone is using these apps like Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, like they have billions of users, it's just insane. Pretty much everyone is switching their algorithm to show your feed from like a time algorithm, like a time organized to like a popularity organized type of feed. Uh, I really don't like it (laughs) because I end up seeing always the same things, seeing always the same three or four users that they have the most followers or like they have the more most likes or stuff like that. Very true. Yeah, it's... When, when, you, when you get stuff like that, um, remember when uh, when you had like a, a page with like say YouTube, you had content on it and you scroll down um, mm-hmm. and then we, once you reach the bottom, it says uh, page one, two, three, four, five, six, seven and you yes. get to the next, 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 next. Then they changed as yeah. uh, when you started scrolling, it started loading more and more and more and more and more, mm-hmm. which is nice if you're just browsing and looking for just casually looking for something. But if you're like, oh, I want to look for this one specific thing that's on page three, yes. you suddenly could no, uh, no longer find it. Gone. <laughs> so it's um, like it's new technology. It's like, is mm-hmm. it something, is it a trend or is it something we just have to get used to? Mm-hmm. Um, I think the, the content scrolling thing now has uh, reached a nice middle ground where you scroll and it loads maybe once, twice, and then it just says go to next page, yes. which is first of all good for not lagging down your, your browser and, and slowing everything mm-hmm. down. 
And second of all, it's like, well, it's basically what we already have, but it's the best of both worlds. worlds. So mm-hmm. that, that's good. As for the trying to push popular, popular things to the top, add, add a filter, add a small button that says uh, most popular or yeah, time yeah. or stuff like that. Yeah, it's, exactly. It can be so simple. The thing is that uh, from like, because of like we don't use page pagination anymore it's just like scrolling infinite loading and you keep scrolling and as you said if you want to check something back mm-hmm. something that you saw it's basically kind of impossible because you cannot refine find yeah. that that section uh, i think it's because how media consumption is right now like you have an attention span of two seconds three seconds and then you want the next thing you wanted something new uh, that's why animated GIFs are like the best because you see a GIF, oh, funny, boom, next one, exactly. next one, next Get one. Gets videos everywhere. Exactly. So it's, uh, it, yeah, it, interesting because like they found out with research and data that people don't bookmark stuff anymore. They just like check, 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 done. It's fine. <laughs> like, it's, it's interesting that you mentioned that because I was thinking about it um, a few days ago. Mm-hmm. How the favorite button and just a um, look up later button, even if yeah. they have the exact same function, have such a different impact on someone. When you yes. favorite something, you very much dedicate yourself to a thing and yeah. it starts filling up your account or blah, 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 blah. Um, so people are more likely to just, for example, on YouTube, click the little, um, yeah, what do you call it? Check later. Watch clock. later, I think. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, watch later, something like that. Mm-hmm. They're more likely to click that than to yeah. add to their favorites. Um, if they wanted to check it, check it back later. Yeah. So I think it's a trend that um, uh, developers need to catch a, a, up on, how it's mm-hmm. uh, more how you formulate certain things, like say, yes. check back and stuff like that and bookmark. Um, because I think there is still a place for it. I don't think it should be going away completely. Definitely. Um, like in YouTube, once you uh, just, my watch later list, once you're done with it, you just X out, X out, and, and it's gone. Mm-hmm. Just as easy as your favorites list. But for some reason, the, the, the link is just... The step is it's smaller for someone to take, and it's easier for them to do. So I think it still has a, it still deserves to be around. Oh, yeah, definitely. But it should evolve, like, like all things uh, in, in yeah. like content-related. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's, it's really interesting. And I was talking with Daniel uh, Borodante. I did the interview last week with yeah. him. And I asked him kind of a similar question about, especially art, like recently yeah. art, like the fruition and the speed of consumption of art is just yeah. insane. You yeah, just I know. Watch it, done. Watch it, done. Forget. Yeah. And he had a really pragmatic answer about like, it's up to you. Like, yeah, there's a lot of like fast consumption, but it's really up to you. If you're uh, a full-minded person and you're really interested in something, you should slow down and kind of force your media consumption to slow down with you and not get overwhelmed. Yeah. Uh, in fact, there are a lot of people, I noticed that they also like kind of famous people, they have, I don't know, 50,000 followers, subscribers on Twitter, but they mm-hmm. actually follow 30 people, like they follow 30 users, 30 yeah. accounts. Yeah. And sometimes they answer, they say, I don't want to follow more because I don't, I can't follow more. Like I cannot keep yeah, up with the information. And it's, exactly. yeah, it's, it's really cool. In a world where you should be connected 
every time, everywhere, with everyone, like slowing down. It's it's really it's really interesting. I think it very much depends on the formats that you're looking at. Um, do you know the website Imgur? Yes. All right. That one is very much based around uh, picture, next picture, next yeah. picture, next. We, and it's very addicting. It, like, yeah. <laughs> I'll be honest, like, you keep browsing, browsing, browsing. Yes. But, for example, I was asking uh, in the comments, I think in the comment section of one of your videos, about mm -hmm. using images, copyright, uh, uh, royalty-free images. Yes. And one of your uh, followers, or one of your uh, viewers, actually recommended this really nice website to me. Mm -hmm. um, do I have it? Yeah, it's called unsplash.com and basically has these high resolution really nice pictures that you can use for your website for your background and everything and I was thinking like well how are these pictures different from the really nice pictures that are being posted on Imgur mm -hmm. and I think the answer is that how calming the rest of the website is it really sort of forces you to take it in look at it appreciate it it's a large mm -hmm. picture and I guess just kind of in enjoy it the same way yeah, how sure. you would enjoy a picture gallery if you were to visit it in a museum stuff mm -hmm. like that what's what's the link so um unsplash.com i'll link you very quickly oh free do whatever you want high resolution photo exactly. oh that's great and they're good pictures they're just straight up really nice pictures oh wow look at that oh this is going into my bookmark <laughs> <laughs> that's what i said oh sweet Sorry to the to the viewer who linked me this. I forgot your name, but it's ah, it's a wonderful website. Oh, and like, how does it work? Like, uh, do you know why who did it? And well, um, it does show you the name of the person who took the picture. Like, for example, uh -huh. this one is taken by NASA, the <laughs> space company. Oh, nice. And yeah. This one is taken by Dan Carlson. Now, I assume I'd I'd like to hope that the Mm -hmm. They've asked for permission for these pictures. Oh, yeah, definitely. And then you just click on download and you get the large version, the full resolution uh, image. And oh, you can just right click so cool. it and save as, and uh, bam. Oh, these are so cool. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, this is amazing. I didn't know this website. Oh. So, Thank well, you for sharing. That's <laughs> yeah, it's good. I, I knew I, I had to uh, push <laughs> it in this. Uh, in this uh, this chat somewhere oh, it seemed yeah. like a good time. Absolutely, that's perfect. Can you see what I mean with the consumption of content and how this yeah. one to go slower than something like Imgur? Yeah. Oh, definitely, definitely. You you get more attracted by pictures than you actually open it and look at it, and yeah, it's totally. Oh, look at that! Oh my god, so good. I'm gonna use them on my website. <laughs> so if you've got content that you want your user to enjoy for like maybe more than one or two seconds, yeah. make sure that the rest of your website and your UI reflects that. Like make oh, sure definitely. it's calming, make sure it's not just to show a huge next button next to it because that just yeah. asks you to okay, get to the next, next. Yeah, that's true. Okay, moving to the last topic of today. Uh, it's a really interesting article from the web designer Dbot. Yeah. Um, and this article is about nine reasons why the hand coding, like a code or a website that you actually made by yourself, it's better than all these website builders that are out there, like Wix.com or uh, what's the other one? Uh, I don't know. There are like thousands of these that you could use to build your... Uh, also, something like more famous like Squarespace or... Uh, 
uh, what like Big Cartel, uh, all yeah, all these websites that they have pre-built template and drag and drop functionalities, and that's yep. it. Like no yep. backend, no exactly. custom coding options, and the reasons are are pretty standard. Like there's no groundbreaking news. The thing that I really dislike about these pre-built websites is that when you try to detach it from it like okay i use this website for a year now i want to move it to my own custom theme but i want to retain a little bit of that code yeah. it's unmanageable it's i know just like you just got started over you just got started yes. <clears throat> yes have you ever used something like that um yes and it's mm -hmm. uh, actually quite a nice program um like you said you you're very limited in what you can do yeah but it has its uses um, if you are like a, a single person who starts like their own company mm -hmm. and you don't have the money or whatever to hire a designer, yeah, this is fine. Yeah. You just put totally. on your business card, this is my website, people maybe look it up, shows you the basic details and maybe a phone number and that's it. Mm -hmm. that's, if you're a startup, I think that's 100% fine. Yeah. Just do it, you're, you're, you've got a website out there, you're sending yourself out into the world perfectly fine. Mm -hmm. However, eventually you need to start looking at, okay, what do I want my people to know? What, what kind of experience do I want to give them? What kind of pictures? What kind of layout? Mm -hmm. Do I want to have more than just some information? Do I want a web shop? Do I want this? Do I want that? Yeah. Um, they're, they're getting better. Like web shops and stuff can now also be done in, in, in Squarespace and stuff like yeah. that. Um, but it's like, it's like renting a house. It's like, uh, uh, do you want to build a house or do you want to rent a house? If you yeah. have a house built, you get to have as many rooms as you desire. You get to have as many doors here, there, balconies, exactly how you, you want it. Um, or are you happy with like a small place that you rent downtown somewhere mm -hmm. and you don't need anything else? However, I think if you're a professional, I think you yeah. should always try to improve yourself and improve your business. That I point. think the most logical step after that would be to go to a designer, go to a, a web de developer mm -hmm. and be like, hey, I'd like to boost my company and, and maybe get us out there. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Totally agree. Uh, yeah, many, many points about that are uh, about this article are from a code point of view, from a like developer perspective, because most of the time that happens, like you're uh, maybe a, a business that doesn't want to invest m m money on development of its own website. So they decide, OK, let's buy this or let's rent this. And then after a while, they decide to move everything to a developer. They mm -hmm. hire a developer that unfortunately, the first answer that they get is like, as a yes, developer, that. I cannot do anything about it because it's not maintainable code. It's not something that I wrote or someone else wrote. It's like made by a computer. It's made by a software that automatically packages everything. So yep. there's no logic. There's like True. no human <laughs> recollection of this. It's just... It's the same boom. if I, um, for example, I want to uh, get a new computer and instead mm -hmm. of doing any research, I just go to the store and I say, I want that computer. I take mm -hmm. it home and then I notice that I, it only has two gigs of RAM. Yes. I suddenly can't play my video games. Yes, it's, it's the responsibility is on the company um, mm -hmm. and you need to very clearly tell them, all right, you, you decided to go for this option. This whole world is out there of developing yeah. and building and, and, and maintaining. 
are, you could take that next step and I'm going to help you through mm -hmm. it. You should always, you, you shouldn't scare them away with like, this is how big the world is and this is all the yeah. code and these are all the hosts and servers. Now you'd be like, well, there's so much more out there, so much yeah. more that I can do for you. Let me yeah. help you, let me sketch you something up and mm -hmm. we can move from there. Yeah. So I don't works. hate it per se, <laughs> but it, 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 it's, it's, yeah. <laughs> It's getting the, uh, a package, and you get nothing else. So if once you're you're done with the package and you want more, mm -hmm. get a new package of, of or get an actual chef who knows how to create something really yeah, nice definitely. for you. Yeah, absolutely. And it's always like a, a value return. Like it looks like it's more expensive, like hiring a developer or a designer to do that. But then, tough. yeah the value in return it, it's way better you're not gonna have issues you're not gonna have like regrets because a lot of regrets then you have yeah. it after a lot of time but and yeah. it, it is a scary world because um, yes. a lot of people don't know what WordPress is they don't know what a theme is they just want mm -hmm. a website yeah and then they go to a a, a company that makes websites for them mm -hmm. and then they have oh why is this one a thousand dollars why is this one only two hundred dollars yeah that's true and then they don't know that this is a theme, that's mm -hmm. standard theme, or these people make it hamel uh, just from the ground up. Yeah. So, and it's hard. Like, uh, like I've looked online. And I was like, well, this this would be real confusing for someone who's, who knows nothing about this mm -hmm. to actually get involved and in, get 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 started in. Mm -hmm. I think Squarespace and stuff like that give people a clear overview of what is possible without yes. having to deal with 10,000 different PR managers and developers. Oh. And you know, they, 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 they're busy with their work. They, they spend eight, nine hours a day working. Yeah. And they're like, well, I don't have time to spend an mm -hmm. afternoon talking to someone who's just making really quick sketches. Yes. That's Even true. though we both know that in the end, that is what makes your website just a step better. Yeah. Then all the yeah. other muck. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I yeah, yeah, no, there, there are some really, really nice templates, of course. But. Oh, definitely. No, actually, like we're not bashing on that. Like WordPress, uh, no, sorry, uh, Squarespace, Wix.com, and all the other websites. They, they're really beautiful to look. It's just the source code that it's kind of weird. <laughs> it's like, yeah, uh, it's, it's, you can't do anything with it. Yeah, like, exactly. It, it, yeah. You might as well like. Throw it in the trash and be like, okay, <laughs> yeah, that's true. let's start over and let's yeah. make this readable for just everyone. Yeah. And there was like a while ago, there was this huge trend of like artificial intelligence building your own website. Yeah. You just give the artificial intelligence like, I want a website like this, this, that. And they build it from for you and yeah. they use their own greed and they code everything. But it never took off properly because yeah. it, yeah, it's, it's kind and of I silly. I totally like, understand that. Yeah, it's control you have, zero control. Exactly, you have zero control. Like these these websites that, that allow you to kind of make it yourself still allow you to be like, oh, I want a big banner here and I want yeah. content here and I want a picture here, something mm -hmm. like that. Once you let, what's an, an AI does it? It's mm -hmm. like, well, AI just goes through, through an algorithm and be like, oh, you want to sell a product? Yeah. See top, research, uh, top results for web shops. Just yeah. it just gives you that, and yeah. you can tell it no, this is not what I want, yeah. because it just goes <laughs> researches Google or whatever. 
That's correct. So mm, now, if there's anything I wouldn't like, it's it's, it's probably that. Yeah, exactly. I totally. Um, so, like, what? Well, that's that's a random question that you ask pretty much everyone. Uh, how do you see yourself in ten years? <laughs> because uh, you <laughs> just you, you just step in this like UI UX world. You're trying to be a freelance and get hired. Do you think? And you already changed field. You were in the business before. Now yeah, you're completing true. a different field. Do you really see good. yourself staying there yet in that field, or completely switching another time? Now, I, I think I will be staying in this field because just of how passionate uh, about it I am. Yeah. Like, when I was doing business, um, it was very much to get a job. It's like, okay, yes. I've got this education, then I'll get this job, and I'll, mm-hmm. I don't know, I'll work from nine to five, and I'll, the, the, that's it. Yeah. With this, I, I noticed that I'm like reading articles at like tw- uh, at midnight. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, all right, is that how it works? And, like, that's, I, I've got my own blog with like stuff that I find interesting. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, I would have never done that if I stuck with uh, with business. Yeah, that's true. Um, you just got to make sure that you keep applying uh, for different jobs. And not, not just for like uh, job offerings, mm-hmm. also like um, technology companies. You're like, oh, you make yeah. apps? Well, do you have someone to design the interface for you? Because yeah. engineers have a habit of making something incredibly great, just something super well made. And then the, the UI consists of a font eight pixel tiny thing on the side. Where you <laughs> just like look at it like that. <laughs> That's what, and then, and because of that, you need to go to companies and be like, hey, there might there, there might be pro, uh, profit in, in it for you if you mm-hmm. hire someone like me. Yeah. Because I have these skills and I have this background, and it will just elevate your product into something better. And something I've noticed, which is just wrong on so many levels mm-hmm. this book that i just showed you yeah i handed this in and yeah. it was exactly the same uh, book but layout and stuff like that was basically just words to block of text block of text block of oh. text and they were like nope this isn't passing i'm like yeah. okay completely remade it made like a nice layout nice like way easier to read and yeah. then my grade got like bumped up by like three three numbers suddenly it was like oh, a seven wow. out of ten instead of a Five out of ten, or whatever. Oh, okay. I was like, I didn't change any of the actual content, any of the actual yeah. like text. It just made it to look nicer. Yeah. It's like, well, if apps and st- if people are that easily influenced by just layout, then that also works with apps and websites and programs. Yeah. So, not every not every company can see that. So it yeah, takes definitely. some convincing. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. They're it's getting there. Do- yeah, they're slowly getting there because yeah. also they are applying. Uh, UI, the logic of UI and UX and user experience to the real world. Like so, the other day I found a company that designed the the shop, like the real shop for you. So they, with cameras, they analyze the pattern of your customer that comes in your shop and yeah. goes, for example, goes to a shelf, and goes yeah. to another shelf, and then it leaves. Yeah. So it analyze that pattern and say, okay, so because it does that, it doesn't get engaged. So you should move your products around right. to let him stay more engaged throughout all the visits. And yeah. the product that every time they look at it and then they leave, just move it on the back. So 
at least if they want to leave, they are all the way in the back of your store. Right. And yep. On the way out, they see other stuff. Like, don't put it at the front and all this kind of stuff. And it's really cool how, like, now the logic of the web and, the, like, a graphic interface can be totally applied for the real world because our, actually, like, law of engaging yeah. human behavior, stuff uh-huh. like that. It's, I mean, this isn't like a computer is doing it now, but this isn't something new. Like if you go into a grocery store, yeah, nine out of 10 times, maybe even 10 out of 10 times, you first get like the fresh produce. Yeah. You, so you get like, oh, the vegetables and the fruit and stuff like that. Yeah. So immediately you've got like that. Um, then the bakery or, or something bread is on the other side. Yeah. Uh, so if you're like, okay, I, I just need some eggs, I just need some bread, I just need some vegetables. You go in, you have to make your way all the way through the store while mm-hmm. bypassing the cookies and, and the coffee yeah. and like the, the soda. And yeah. as you're walking along, you're like, Ooh, I like this one, I like this one. <laughs> so people have known this for God knows how long already. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, but now you've got, of course, programs that, how do you call it again? The customer journey? I think it's yeah. customer journey. Yeah, like exactly. We're just mapping it out. And it, it, yeah. it, it not only in a 3D environment, it's also very much in like a web shop. It's like, oh, all right, this Absolutely. person is looking at this, and then it's looking at this, yeah. and then it's going there. You just move some stuff around, and, mm-hmm. and suddenly people just start buying more. Yeah. It's optimizing. It, it, it's Absolutely. really cool. To sell more stuff. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Everything what, selling. What I'm really curious about is how the web, mm-hmm. if, if uh, this is going to happen, if the web is going to adjust to virtual reality, and how they are mm-hmm. going to do that. Yeah. Because you already got a browser now, which if you put up a, uh, an Oculus, you can actually mm-hmm. browse through it in 3D, which is really oh. cool. You just walk through an environment and you get like websites all around you, and you're like, oh, yeah. that website, and I want to go to that website. Yeah. But it's right now not user-friendly yet. Yeah, definitely. It looks like something that would have been invented by some someone in the in the 80s. Oh. There's like neon colors and stuff like that. It's of like, course, Ooh. yes. <laughs> that's... Uh, that's- I think that's going to be like really engaging from like we're going to have a hard time to adapt but with the time we're going to get used to it but at the beginning it's going to be like fully immersive experience because now like you're at a computer but you can still hear the sound around you and yep. you have your phone and sometimes like you go to the bathroom whatever you have a thousand different distractions that they can interrupt your experience but yep. if you have True. a vr settings like a vr hardware that it's full yeah all your senses are in that experience so and as, a, as yeah. a company to just get your undivided attention yes. on the product they must love that yeah, so exactly. I think there is a future there. Yeah, yeah. Um, how it's going to look, I don't know, but I'm sure there's going to be companies like IKEA where you just have a virtual place where you just walk through and you're like, okay, interesting, interesting. I like this, and it just gets yeah. added to your car. So, some uh, something as easy as that. Oh, definitely, absolutely. And they just released at the CES 2016 the first virtual reality backpack, because to use the virtual reality, you have to be yeah. connected to a computer. Yeah they built a computer as a backpack so you just it's super silly looks awful like it's this gigantic cabinet on your shoulders but at least you can go around yeah but oh that's dangerous like, totally oh, dangerous. just walk into traffic or oh, down the mountain yes. please don't go around in the city at night with your vr goggles on <laughs> 
can die pretty easily. <laughs> it's cool though what they what they can do with uh, stuff like mm-hmm. that, and it's like um, when I said it, like okay, virtual shopping. I was kind of like uh, fencing, like going back and forth with someone, and and this person said it will never happen because people get motion sick. And I was like, oh. well, that's that's a legit thing to say. Yeah. Yesterday I heard they found a new way to um, if you got you get the Oculus and you see the full yeah. image, what they do is while you're playing the edges slowly begin to blur and fade out. Your eyes don't notice that it that it happens. Yeah. And therefore they don't have to. Uh, your eyes don't have to process the entire picture. Yeah. You just have to process eighty percent of it or something like that. Yeah. I'm like that's, that's brilliant. That's so clever. Yeah, that's true. Uh, never say something won't happen because of. X reason because they'll find s- some way or some some option or new development to just yeah. fix it. Yeah, definitely. That's I don't know if this is the same technology or something they apply to the new movie um, Dangerous Henry or something like that. That this movie that was filmed in virtual reality, it was filmed with like cameras attached to the uh, actor, so you see the film as a video game, yes. and, like first point of view. Been. Yeah, and uh, the first concern of everyone is like everyone in the in the in the movie theater is gonna get motion sick. Yeah. Everyone is just gonna throw up everywhere. Instead, like they develop a lot of technology to avoid that. And even if there are a lot of action scenes and chasing cars and stuff, you don't get motion sickness. No, that's really that's really interesting. Like probably they yeah they did that kind of the same. Do you remember Cloverfield the movie? Yes. People got motion sick from that one because it was steady cam going <laughs> around. Horrible. <like> this. <laughs> yes. <laughs> How, like, you notice that, all right, as time progresses, people figure out a way to, to deal with these, these problems. Yeah. And, well, it's, it, I think it's great. Like, technology it's exciting. just speeds ahead constantly. Yeah, yeah. And it's just, uh, it, it's just really fun to, to oh, look yeah. at. Yeah, it's definitely exciting. And we're going to have a lot of cool stuff in the future. So, yes. Ooh, good times. Well, the, this was an amazing chat. Thank you so much for keeping me company in the nerd continuity. It was just yeah, so no good. problem. It was fun. <laughs> yeah. So, if people want to follow you, where they can find you? Oh, where can they find me? Um, everywhere, <laughs> <laughs> everywhere, and nowhere. Because um, I've, I've purposely recently got rid of all my social media, so mm-hmm. I can reboot it as a more of a business uh, savvy uh, uh, platform. Nice. Um, Hey, if you if you want to get in contact uh, with me, look up my uh, on my website, so dennisdeckerdesign.com. Mm-hmm. It's D D D. Yeah, I know. Follow that. Um, and just send me send me a mail there, and it's probably the best way uh, to get in contact. Alternatively, send me a PM on YouTube. I'm on YouTube every day, so uh, I'm, I'm sure I'll, I'm sure I'll find it. Nice, awesome.